Hey, how's it going? It's your boy, Terry Funk, the old Funkster, and I'm listening to the regular season sportscast over here at the Double Cross, right? I'm your Huckleberry. This is The Will, and you're listening to TRSS. Here's Johnny! This is Steve Rash from SRG Universe, and you're listening to the regular season sports camp. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to Raw is the regular season sports cast. <laughs> The regular season sportscast is here to bring you another another episode of just good old fashioned shenanigans, buffoonery, and whatever shit is gonna fly out of my mouth. I know people are not happy. Many are not happy this this week because we are entering a new era in our country's progression, if that's the word we want to use right now. But I'll get to that in a moment because I'm more depressed about anything else. And that was my fucking audio from last week's episode. It's, you have no idea. Just when I think that I, I'm getting things done here, just like how the NBA All-Star uh, balloting is, just when you think you're getting things done, you're actually going backwards. It's ridiculous. It's just it's stupid. I'll get to that as well. But with that being said, I, 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 I'm sitting here trying to get everything laid out properly i i just ordered a new desk i have uh, uh all the, the equipment laid out the way i i i feel is manageable where you know there's no cords hanging everything up and such and you know i don't feel like i'm getting caught in vines in a fucking jungle when i'm gonna sit down and everything just seems as though that it's working to my advantage and then i i i do i produce call me when it's over Shout out to Josie's boy, our NBA specialist. He 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 does his show. I produce it. It it's clear that the 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 audio is great. Everything's going well. And then as soon as I come to do TRSS, I have guests in the studio. We we, we you know we're going back and forth, having a great banter, great conversation. Shout out to the Keith and Matt Fat Matt who sat in last episode. And people gave us, you know, kudos for, for the conversation, which occurred. But once again, my audio went to shit. And not, not, didn't help that I was to shit as well because man, uh, I love having people over. And I see that's the thing is like people don't understand. Like I love to do this show, have drinks and stuff because I want to feel like we're at a sports bar or we're at a barbershop and stuff. And that's, that's what I convey for the show. And. When you get a hiccup, like the audio that like fucks up that whole ambiance, it just it throws me into a funk. So this past week, I wanted to start recording Turbocal Tabloid and and beginning to put the pieces together to put this 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 segment these segments on YouTube. So I I I asked a a, a wrestling Facebook group if it would be all right if I stream Turbocal Tabloid on their page, to, you know, just to get the you know, get a feel, get a sense of the of the audience, and they're like, "Sure, no problem. That'll be that'll be cool." 
you know, I, I scheduled a time. I had a 12 o'clock, 12, 12 midnight time because, you know, you know, whoever's beyond, beyond plus, you know, I was off of work that night and I just was able to, to, to kick around some stuff without having to feel, you know, any pressure, which I don't feel anyway. But if any case, but I could not get the fucking audio and the technical stuff up and running on time. And it was me. I swear I wanted to throw this shit. If I had a fucking gun, I would have shot this shit. So finally, out of all things that was the hiccup of this, it was a mic cord. A mic cord was putting a short on my whole system. So finally, I was able to put it together and voila, got new, got a new program to, with the audio, which is working great. Uh, shout out to Rich at, at RageWorks.net, Mr. Producer over there himself, who, who put me onto this, this program. It's amazing. It, it just, it does the work I needed to do. And, you know, it makes creating bits, which you hear later on and, and putting together the, the audio and the sound quality so much easier than what I was using before. I used, uh, I was using Audacity for, for quite some time. It worked well for me at the moment, but then you know, at the end, it started giving me, you know, so much hiccups and stuff. So, uh, this, this new program is going to benefit not only myself, but the listening audience and everyone in a whole. So crossing my fingers that this actually works for the next fucking few couple for the long run, because you know, it, it gets frustrating after a while. Welcome everybody to another episode of the regular season sportscast. I am your host, Jay the Red Santi. But usually my applause will be like this. I'm just uh, I'm just indulging of, of my shortcomings. Once again, I want to thank you guys for being a part of the regular season sportscast episode 70. Yikers. Jesus, we're like 30 away from 100. That's going to be amazing. Oh, my God. I want to thank you guys for being a part of the regular season sportscast. Be sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on Facebook at the regular season sportscast, the group and the like page. Make sure you check us both out there. Group page is more about discussions and stuff. Like page is all everything connected with Instagram and Twitter and all. You get to see all the uh, the photos and videos that I'm able to put up there. So be sure you like that as well. Spread the word. Be sure you check us out on Instagram at regular season sports. Numbers are climbing there as well. Be sure you check us out there. There's tons of tons of followings and tons of uh, of content that goes through there. Check us out on Twitter, RWJ Santi. And check out the YouTube page. Got some stuff coming out there as well. There's going to be more and more content. That's why I really want to direct uh, Turnbuckle Tabloid on there so I can at least share the wrestling portion of the show on there. And be sure you check out everything, everything that goes on in, in our little world known as RageWorks. Check out RageWorks.net, RageWorks.net. Where you can be a part of contests, be a part of all the podcasts, such as Call Me When It's Over, the variant issues. Uh, my take radio, black is the new black, all, all things podcast, all the articles, you know, the buried show, everything, everything, buried, you know, it's, it's just, it's just a plethora of things, guys. So all things geeky, all things gonky, everything gooky. That's where it's at. Get movies, comic books, video games, sports, pop culture, everything, everything. Why, why go to one place at a time when you come straight to rageworks.net? So to go into my opening salvo. I got to tell you, um, I, um, ah, 
it's 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 one of those issues right now to where people are like I said we're getting ready for this new transition which is about to occur. To be honest, I, I've always been that way. It's not like if there's it has a tales of what president it was. It's like this whole transitioning stuff in 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 the, in the presidential realm or any government positioning. It's like whatever, you know. It, it's just it, it's it's cumbersome, especially when uh you you really don't see a change when it comes to the benefits in which our citizens should be you know you know get. get get thrust upon with our politicians because we know you know that 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 percentage is looking to line their pockets and although there are some who really want to make a difference who want to make change who who's socially conscious to see that our our climate here in our country and those of abroad is not it's not it, it's not it, you can't say it's perfect because nothing's perfect but at least somewhat sustainable but we, we we're looking at a transition now which everybody who you know who who wasn't you know the th- the three million over who basically did not vote for this incoming president everybody's nervous everybody's shook everybody's scared and you know and i spoke early on in earlier episodes about about how this is going on how this transition is going to be and i said um it's no different I, I, to me it's i mean I I welcome the comedy. The next four years is going to be comedy, and it's it's comedy in a sad sense because, of course, we all you know have have seen our fair share of uh, political news and stuff like that. But now it's so broad where social media has made it where anyone can be a media outlet. Anyone, any hell, this show's a fucking media outlet. If you want to claim, you know, if I want to put a tag on it, it's a media outlet. But at least I, I can put a tag to, uh, you know, reliable or, or at least recognizable sources. And these days, everything just seems to be you know, taken to the next level with, you know, just, 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 uh, just, just outlets that, that are, that are able to put whatever they want. And I, I was having this conversation or, uh, you know, a, a few days ago where it's, it's how it's perceived in media where it's not who gets the, the the information right is who puts it out there first you know there's no fact checking you know there's a lot of times that i'll go and i'll refer to howard stern which you know i you know i've always said that i've, I've listened to the man for the longest time i don't listen to him too much anymore but you know old episodes and such but there was a there was a um there's an individual who participated with who participated on the show his name was captain jenks and his job well not even his job his whole thing was to manipulate media by basically dispelling them of putting you know the first thing out there before doing their fact check so what he'll do is he'll whenever there was a big event that occurred such as maybe a disaster or uh something like this a presidential inauguration or 
uh, something with uh, weather and stuff. He would go there and he would pose himself as someone of importance. So he'll say if there's like a big uh, car accident that occurred on the uh, in New York City, the FDR, FDR Drive, he would say that he was uh, Chip Fleming from Department of Transportation and no one would do the fact check and he'll go on and he'll he'll go on for a few minutes and talk about it, what, what occurred. And then he'll say, uh, oh, and uh, have you ever seen Howard Stern's balls? At the end of it, and this will go across all news media outlets. Like you, you've seen one of the biggest ones that ever happened. It wasn't from Jenks. It was another individual who, during the OJ situation, when the, you know ABC was doing a press conference, and this individual was frustrated because you know, this coverage was going on, and he went on there. He said he was a neighbor of OJ Simpson. He said he was you know across the street watching everything go down, and he wasn't. He was in his house somewhere across California, somewhere across you know California, elsewhere, and he was. Acting knows he could give the coverage, like if he was there. And at the end, he's he gave a baba booey to all. And this is what you know. People don't do their fact checks; they're just quick to put. And, and to, it's worse these days because even so, people are you know news media outlets are still doing this. With that being said, I'll go back to once again. I'll go back to what I mentioned about Howard Stern show. I remember two thousand in the year two thousand. Um, I remember what you know listening to the show and. This is when, uh, this is when Bush, George Bush, uh, Jr. was elected. And there was talks and you had to hear how they spoke of George Bush at the time. It was as though we elected a moron. It, it seriously, the, the talks were as though like, what, what, what's wrong with America? I mean, we were hosed. Uh, Gore was, 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 he won that election. Now we have this guy here. He has no idea what he's doing. Oh, uh, he, 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 although he had political office, he, he still ran it a monk like as though if it was a, a frat party. You know, this individual still was saying, you know, ridiculous and indignant stuff, uh, uh, to, to, to the media. And it, it went on and went on and went on. And I'm listening to this and I'm listening to the old episode of this and I'm going, wow, this is the same exact thing that we're saying about this upcoming president. The same exact thing. Unaware of his, you know, uh, his words or what it means. But at least with, with, with George Bush Jr., he, he had George W. He had some type of, I guess I could say some type of connection with country because, you know, his father was a former president and, you know, I guess he had some, uh, uh, I wouldn't say compassion, but at least, like I said, some type of connection with, with what was going on with society at that, in that, in that moment. And then after with the nine 11 stuff and all, you know, he, he, he was the, the face, one of the faces of what was developing. And then now we, with this new president coming in, it's like his, his face is that of a dried red pepper. But not only that, it's of a, of a, you know, of an individual who's basically, it doesn't seem like somebody's behind the wheel of, of a car that's going 108 miles per hour. It, it just, it just, it, you know, I, I don't like to do too much with politics here and throw my opinions in here. It's just, just random opening shit for the show because I had nothing else to talk about anyway. But in any case, I'm, I, I welcome the comedy of this for the next four years. And, and, and in a sense, because I'm going to need it. I'm really going to need it. Especially for this show and another, another place, especially, you know, in social media stuff, because 
I mean, it, it doesn't, is all this stuff doesn't affect me heads or tails unless you're telling me that, um, we're really going to become, you know, the communist state, which we're not. We, 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 whatever ills we've had before, they're still going to be there. The only thing now is that social media has given us an outlet to now express it more. Oh, everybody's surprised about the racism. Why are you surprised about racism? Racism isn't around forever. It's just that now we see it on a broader horizon. Now we have it even in, in, where individuals are trolling it even more. This this has become their their avenue to sh- to express their racism, and not only that, they do it on a level to where they could easily, you know, even if they're not fully racist or if they're like it's 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 under wraps, they're still you know making making it a forum for them to be recognized, to be for to be to be seen as goofballs and, and assholes, and be recognized, and to have some type of uh, attention that could go their way. Also, you know, we 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 come to an understanding to which it's anybody who has a different opinion than yours is wrong. Like no, no one can have, unless you're generally, generally an idiot and does and do not have a backing for your statement. I can deem you wrong. But other than that, if you're just saying stuff for the fact to just say what it is and you, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're voicing your opinion or stuff. People already are going to deem that you're wrong. I got to tell you this. There are three groups of people that I cannot wait to be shitted on by our, our new president. Honestly, I can't wait. These are three groups. I can't wait. Number one is middle America. I cannot wait because it's because of them that we have this new elected president. Number two, uh, female voters who voted for him. I can't wait for them because they, they, they sure enough were, were the, the tipping scale for that. And number three, minorities who, vote, who voted for this individual. And the reason why I'm saying all this is because we were given the option of damned if you do and damned if you don't. Granted, granted, no problem. You know, if that's if that's the outlook you want to look at it, that's great. And then we also given the 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 you know the quotient by a lot of that you know that party in which people people who voted for for said president was, uh, we need a fresh face in government. This is a new individual who 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 who's not about the uh, uh, the history of politics and such, which is bullshit. But okay, my take is this. And let's think about it like this. Never did, never did, uh, military service. Never did, uh, never held a, a political office, a position. And pretty much took anything that the government asked of him or whatever they wanted and just pissed on it. I want you to take, I, I want you to take this into consideration. Let's say you work at, uh, you're a supervisor at a telecom company. You're an executive at, let's say, a Verizon or a T-Mobile. Or let's say you are a administrator at a hospital. Or let's say you are a, uh, executive at a, uh, 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 uh internet, uh, ad- advertising company. And you've been upset for the past few years about the, powers that be who run said companies and you're like oh we you know this is ridiculous you know we're not getting we're not getting the raises we should be getting our pensions look like shit uh it doesn't seem as though that anybody cares about our benefits so all of a sudden that lead is terminated or it it decides to go bye-bye whatever whatever the case may be and they bring in larry david the gas station attendant who who did good business because he used to sell, he used to sell weed on the side for about five or six years and he made pretty good money doing it. But 
He's also aware of uh, how your company runs because he actually uses cell phones or he's been to your hospital or uh, he uses computers sometimes. You know, so he's he's aware of. So they bring him in as your boss. Fresh face. huh? He, he, got, he got some ideas. He, you know, he got something. He got something new to do. Right. Right. Now, people are going to sit there and go, well, that doesn't that doesn't it doesn't equate to the safety of what's going on now. Does it really? Let's think about that. Does it really? You guys want a fresh face who's not part of the cycle in which we've been accustomed to. But I bet if it happened at your job and you had this nice position, company, or not even company, just your your living, and they bring in a new person in, and that person is uh, Darnell Jenkins, the janitor from, and mind you, Darnell Jenkins is white. Just want to throw that out there. And he... um. He's he's the custodian from your local school, and now he runs your said company just because he had keys, or just because a lot of people liked him. They thought he was a really good guy. He's always cool. He he's the the able champion at the local bar, and he he he's pretty good at darts, and uh, he he's had a couple of girlfriends. Let's think about that for a second. All right, guys, I'm gonna leave you that with the opening salvo once again want to thank you guys for being a part of the regular season sportscast we got some stuff coming down the way of course this week's rant that should have been this week's rant though but no i got one coming down coming down some of you guys might be um might be in, in, in inclined to listen to this because it pretty much has to do with the nba and the all-stars also um gotta say we also have this week's uh we have this week's rant we also got a uh talking sports and shit big rundown there turbicle tabloid uh, if you guys were a part of it on Facebook Live, thank you for for watching that. Thank you for for the views. Gonna finish up on there as well. So you guys who hadn't seen it on Facebook Live, I have the order here, so you guys can listen here plus more because you know I'm gonna hit the clock. And now we have a new advertiser. I hope you guys are interested in this because it takes a spin. Because I, I brought them in because I, I I it takes a spin on the old school way in which we. Uh, answer calls or get calls on our phone but they um well i just uh i i really i you know what you have to hear it for yourself to um gain a sense of it but i'll tell you one thing when you leave out of here you are going to feel beautiful i'm just saying you're gonna you're gonna feel beautiful after you hear this so stick around guys got lots 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 more coming breaking news as well so just give me a minute we'll be back what look at what we have here folks trss bits and pieces Woo! how is everyone doing today it is your friend deandre b cummings hopefully soon here to tell you that we have a product here that is going to snazz up your phone and make it fabulous. I know I'm not telling the glitz city up with uh, those little rhinestones or glitter bug cases. Oh, sugar, we want something personal for you. Be ready because DeAndre B. Jordan has for you Miss Thing Ring. That's right, peoples. Miss Thing Ring are ringtones that specializes for you, girl. That's right. I'm telling you, gonna be fabulous and famous on your fucking set. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I have it for my phone, and everybody gets jealous when they hear it. They be like, DeAndre, that's you? That's right, bitches. That's my phone ringing. Mm. Let me tell you, instead of you having those generic ass 
ringtones that you get with your phone providers. Uh-uh. Miss Thing Ring specializes for all your catered needs. For example, gave your phone number to this guy, and you're waiting for him to call, but you don't want no regular-ass ringtone going off. Mm-mm, nuh-uh. You want something that has some snare and pizzazz. So when that phone call rings, hey, remember that guy that was calling you? Girl, you remember that guy you gave your number to? Well, he is calling right now. Bitch, don't be shy. Pick it up. Girl, remember that phone girl you've been waiting for? It's him. Pick it up, girl. Pick this shit up. That's right. DeAndre B. Cummins is your Miss Thing ring. You can get all fancy with it, girl. I'm telling you. And for all those people out there that just want to be fabulous like DeAndre B. Cummins, this is the ring tones for you. Here's another example. Want that chick that you can't stand to stop calling you, but you don't want to be so mean and just put that phone number to the side and delete it? Well, this is the ringtone that you can use. Oh, damn, there she go. Calling again to talk about her damn job. Don't pick it up, bitch. Oh, here she go. Nag, nag, nag about her man. You know what? I'm fucking him. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't pick it up, bitch. So that's right. DeAndre B. Cummins has some ringtones for you, people. And even the mans can get involved. That's right. You fellas, if you want to use DeAndre B. Cummins' Miss thing ring there's something here for you check this one out oh my um that skeezer that you picked up at the club yesterday yeah she calling your phone right now um i wouldn't pick it up yeah she might have crabs oh my baby daddies or something so just let it ring that's just my opinion i don't know about you i am telling you this is for everyone deandre b cummins miss thing ring hell you could use other voices other than deandre b cummins but why would you but you know what i'm not selfish i can spread the world here's another ringtone you could use kufa well you know papi that senora that is you know stalking you guess what she's calling your phone again she doesn't go away kufa Call, 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 call. Don't pick it up. Don't pick it up. Or pick it up if you want because it can be fighting sex. You do it, Kanye, yourself. Kufa. You see, DeAndre could even spread it wealth with all voices. I'm telling you. So take advantage of it now. Go to your Apple, uh, whatever place you get it, or your Androidness, uh, the app store, or uh, uh, play with your Googles, whatever you want to get this app. Anyway, you could get all that there. The It's the DeAndre B. Cummins. Miss Thang Rain. That's right. And listen, you can get a special right now. If you say T-R-S-S, and don't leave off the last S for sexual, you can get this ringtone spectacular just for $8.99. We usually charge $9.99, so we took the dollar off for you guys because you special. All righty, guys. Make sure you get Miss Thang Rain. Oh, it is for all you hunties, get it, get it. Remember me, DeAndre B. Cummins. Hopefully soon. Bye-bye. This app is brought to you by the regular season sportscast. Yo, this is Black Mac. You're listening to the regular season sportscast. This week's rants. 
Are you guys understanding the NBA All Star voting? Like how 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 this occurs? Like are you guys getting the process? Like, because to, to, it seems simple on paper. Like when you look at it, you go, "Hmm, that sounds like yeah, it could work." But no, it I, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. This past week, the All Star ballot for the starting lineups were released, and fans alike are scratching their heads and their balls about what occurred i mean they're they're pretty much uh in a fog about what happened oh my god west all-star starting lineup will be steph curry james harden kevin durant Kawhi leonard and anthony davis uh anthony davis will be making his first uh all-star appearance as for the East All-Stars, we have Kyrie Irving, DeMar DeRozan, LeBron James, the the Greek freak. I'm I'm Giannis Alcolopolipico, whatever the fuck it is. And uh Jimmy Butler. I really gotta get that name. Uh DeRozan, the Greek freak, and Jimmy Butler. This will be their first times as a starter. Now, in case you wanted to know how this was determined, the the system had it where a fans vote was counted for 50% players were 25 and the media was 25. Uh, people are wondering why, uh, why Westbrook is not starting, uh, especially since he's averaging a triple double. Well, pretty much Westbrook was third in the fan voting and first with both players and media. So basically the fans didn't deem him a starter. They felt that Harding and, Curry was starters. Oh, okay. So, okay. So let's say you did the math. Let's say, uh, you put it together. You were a math genius and you put it together and you said, uh, well, uh, Curry and Westbrook would be tied, right? Okay. Well, the fan boat was a tiebreaker, which went to Harding. And, um, yeah, it just seems like a lot of Chinese arithmetic went into putting this shit together, which is just weird. Uh, and like, like, for instance, Golden State Zaza Pachulia. He was actually voted first by the fans, but he got like the 10th or 11 votes by the, by, by the, by the media and, um, and the players and such. Uh, Dwayne Wade is not starting. Uh, Isaiah Thomas for the East is not starting. You know, he was, he was voted number one by the media, number two by players, but was voted fourth by the fans. Oh, it's, it's, um, I don't, like I said, I don't, I don't know what is a fair way to do this like i i really don't like i don't know what what makes this right uh especially with how you know you know centers aren't involved too much in the in the positioning anymore because the center position is not as dominant as it used to be years ago it's it's now especially that now it's interchangeable because you have centers that are now power forwards and sometimes you can slide them down to the three it's it's so and to be honest does anybody care about the all-stars you might care about all-star weekend because that's where the fun is you know when you have the nba so you have the the celebrity challenge you have the uh slam dunk contest the three-point challenge all that shit which is cool and you know all the thoughts come out because it's it's no line there thoughts come out and be the nba all-star weekend it's like thought city when all that goes down but um honestly does anybody really care if if it's i don't know it's it's just weird to me it's like Ooh. i always said that it's just you know a glorified way to make extra extra money i never understood why 
we do an all-star break in the middle of a season because you could be an all-star the first fucking half of the season and be shit the rest of the season. So I always thought that the all-star game should be the following year, put the all-stars in from the year before and the beginning of the year, have them do an all-star game before the season starts, right? Do it before the season starts. You could have an all-star weekend before the season starts and then play it out. Oh, I get it. It's because uh we need to give uh the all-star, you know, players a break during that time, you know, the rest up. Okay. Still do it. You can still give them a break. Give them a fucking weekend off. Like, oh, I forgot. That'll go into your pockets and you can't, you know, you you're not gonna be able to make any money. Oh, okay. So do it in the middle of the week when actually people work and then you know, you might not really get to go out to a game. So, you know, give them Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday off and then start the season back off on a Friday. I mean, I mean, that'll work. And that also gives you time to do, you know, your your your, your trades or free agency stuff in the middle of the season that you need to do. I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I, to me, you know, we, we, we're never going to be happy on how the system is is put together to select these individuals. And when they are in there, everybody's going to bitch and moan and cry, you know, because, you know, people are saying Curry's not having the season that he's have. He, he, he usually would have. Uh uh Russell Westbrook should easily be in that in that in that in that position. But in all honesty, you, it is it, 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 who really benefits from this? It's just the players who get, you know, a little notch on their belt to say that they're an all-star and that's it cuz like I said, well, although we have fun with the festivities, you're watching the all-star game to see who scores the most points. No D is playing, uh probably throw fancy alley-oops or whatever, but and the numbers have been declining for the All-Star game anyway, so it's like nobody really cares. And please, don't put any stipulations anymore with you know, winner has home court advantage during the playoffs and the champion. No, cut that shit out. They, they don't need it. It's not necessary. It really isn't necessary. You should put up a stipulation to like losing team has to give up their wives to the winning team for that week. Like they, you know, they have to, you know, the winning team could bang, you know, bang out the losing team's wives or some shit. And if they don't, they don't have uh, any wives. They could, you know, they have to give out their side chicks for that moment. You know, so give out, give out something like that. Maybe that, uh, maybe that, uh, um, spurn some interest on, on, on the game. Damn, son, you just hit with a wow effect. When we come back, we're coming back with talking sports and shit. Got a big, big rundown. Got tons to get to, but I'm trying to, trying to make this episode. Excuse me. <laughs> Woo, that's a good sneeze. Uh, trying to make sure this, uh, this episode. It's under two two hours or so, or around that mark. So, yeah, let's say let's get through here. Uh, be sure you check out, like I said, everything, everything, everything correlated with, with RageWorks.net as well as a regular season sportscast. Uh, one will be back with the next segment, which is talking sports and shit. See you in a sec. RSS Music Hits. You are a wrestling fan and you're mad at the product now. Your favorite wrestler's hurt or he's not getting over. You get so mad that you even yell at the referee. You blame Vince or Creative that the show sucks. You go on Twitter and troll by sending out negative tweets Say you'll never watch wrestling again and you will 
silly groups have banned you because you're mad and bitter. You cry the indies are much better, but never been to a show. If you're a wrestling fan, I say sorry. You watch a divas match for their bodies. If you're a wrestling fan, I say sorry. Yeah, I know that they let you down, but what's the old stuff on the network now? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know that they let you down, but what's the old stuff on the network now? I hope you guys saw the games this past weekend because this is possibly the reason why we are all football fans. I must tell you, just just the just the weekend that we had, just it's something that is magical. You know, we had we had games that we saw the the presence and dominance of great teams and players. First of all, that Green Bay Packers and Dallas Cowboy game was amazing. One of the, one, it's probably one of the greatest games we probably could ever have seen in the past 20, 25 years. And I know as much as I'm supposed to hate them because they're my divisional rivals and such, you know, me being a Giants fan and all, but I got to tell you, I don't hate them. Uh, uh, the Dallas Cubs, I don't hate them. I'm not one of those guys. You know, social media and when you see around and talking to people, you all you feel is just this animosity. It's like, really? We got a couple of haters. Couple of haters. I'm not one of those guys that's a big hater. I'm not a hater on, on, on the, the Cowboys. One of my favorite players of all time is Emmett Smith. Like, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a hater on that part. I, it's just that. I, to be honest, I like seeing other people fucking be mad at him, like, at the Cowboys. I love it. It's it's hilarious. People just come out and just have so much memes and anger and such piss and vinegar. It's just ridiculous. It's crazy. But that game, Green Bay versus uh, Cowboys, was one for the ages. That that was one that if you missed it, you probably wanted to kick yourself in the balls or in the vagina for missing it. It, it was that great. Aaron Rodgers. Who, I, who early on I was I was doubtful on during the season because he he wasn't quite sure if he was able to get his accuracy back if he was able to hit his mark and such once again but the man has shown that he is still a dominant presence in the quarterback position and in the game and for him to throw a game that he had make a clutch play to set them up for a I believe it was a fifty five yard field goal to win is amazing. You know, not to take anything away from the Cowboys because the Cowboys had a hell of a season, hell of a season. By the way, did you guys know that Dallas had, this past year had, uh, the Dallas Cowboys had uh, the best record in their, in their division, uh, I believe in the NFL as well. They had the best divi- uh, the best record in, 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 in said conference. Uh, uh, the Dallas Stars for hockey also had the best record last year. And uh, Texas Rangers had the best record, and none of them made it to their respective championships. Isn't that something? Dallas is cursed. So, uh, just just a fun fact for you guys, in case you didn't know. Tip. 
you know, let me, you know, let me, let me drop a bell for you guys. You know, just to, make, you know, to know that I'm aware. Yes, that's for you guys. Tip for you guys. So, yeah, uh, not, to take, not to take anything away from them. Next year they are going to be very, very dangerous. I think a, a team that's going to have a lot to uh, you know, live up to and, 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 and prove to the rest of the league that they're, they're still contenders. And I got, like I said, I can't take anything away from them. On the other end, he had the Atlanta Falcons versus the Seattle Seahawks, which was, uh, wow. It was, it was uh, Matty Ice, man. This is finally redemption for Matty Ice. Matty, Matty, Matt, Matt Ryan comes into the playoffs, not winning a game in a, in, in a playoff run, and he comes in and shows off his finesse. And he has a plethora of options to throw to. You know, each, each guy's on there is is a talent and, and if you have that much like that much trust to throw to any guy on the field that you hell he could throw it to the fucking right tackle and he'll probably if he's eligible they'll probably fucking catch it so you know that that's that's a great great look on that side for for atlanta uh they they basically took out a seattle seahawks team that although they were they, although they were dominant in their division, it still seemed as though that they were limping in somehow, some way. Uh, it comes out that Richard Sherman was injured for the best part of the season but was never reported. So it seems as though that the C- Seattle may be hit with some fines or possibly a draft pick for that. So we'll see how that turns out. But, um, yeah, it was, it, it, was one of those, it was one of those games that, that Matt Ryan showed that he is – a guy that should be considered as a threat and also possibly the MVP of the season. Then you also had on the opposite end, you had the New England Patriots versus the Texans, which was, which was close at first, but then at the end of the day, you knew that uh, the Patriots were going to show and prove. Their defense held off a Texan team in the second half to, to give the Patriots the, the dominating lead that they need. Of course, Tom Brady was Tom Brady. He, he started off sketchy at first, but... And he got the game back and going. Plus, their running game was able to pick up. But you got I got to tell you that uh, they're going up against a Pittsburgh Steelers team who defeated a Kansas City Chiefs team that did not. That, uh, Pittsburgh didn't score a touchdown. Everything was done by field goals. So I got fucking Madden game over there. It's like what the fuck? Seriously, that's like yeah, it's weird. It's like how did you guys pull that shit off? But you know, we we if I got to make my decisions for what's gonna go down this week. Oh man, uh, yeah, it's it's for me. I gotta say, Atlanta over Green Bay. Too many weapons. I don't think Green Bay's secondary is gonna be able to hold up against Atlanta's uh, weaponry. Although they running, uh, Green Bay's running game has stepped up. Montgomery looked really good. I don't think uh, they're gonna have enough weapons down the run. I think Adams, the uh, uh, Adams, is gonna be out for Green Bay as well as Jordy Nelson still. So I don't think they're gonna be able to play catch up with an Atlanta Falcons team. And on the other end, gotta go gotta go with Tom Brady, man. Sorry, Uncle Fred. I know you're a Steelers fan, but yeah, I don't see it happening. Uh I see a New England Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl. So um yeah man, you know, that 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 should be fun. That should really, really be fun. So uh don't hold me to it because if you guys are making bets, that's not gonna be good for me. Well not for you because I'm not I'm not wasting the money. So whatever. You stupid Sticking with the NFL, Antonio Brown from the Pittsburgh Steelers looks as though he's in a remorse mode because the gentleman 
Facebook Live, I believe it was Facebook Live, or, or it, social media live streamed uh, uh, the celebration which was occurring in the Pittsburgh Steelers locker room and caught uh, his, his coach, Mike Tomlin, making a very unkind comment against the New England Patriots. He called them assholes. So, uh, yeah, when I saw this happen, I immediately, immediately I said, yeah, that's not going to be good. I just, I just knew from, from right up front that this was going to be a problem. First off, because um, coaches do not like anything that happens in the locker room. It's like Vegas. Anything that happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That's exactly what's the thought process in the locker room. I guess the thought was that since the media is in there that they would do the same but they let the media in at a certain time and for players to 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 share that moment there's certain things that i believe that it's not for everybody you know the birth of my child it's not for everybody the death in the family uh taking pictures at a wake or a funeral not for everybody uh celebrations like this there's certain things that you want to keep personal to yourself you know that's I don't know, especially something like this, and then such an intimate moment, especially when your your coach is there giving you an intimate motivational speech. You really don't want to share that. So, but I I knew that was going to happen. Of course, it, you know he got yeah he got the backlash for it. But you know uh, you things like that happen, and uh, hopefully people live by it. But I, I don't I, I don't I don't think so. Bo Jackson. Uh, Bo knows everything. Well, apparently, Bo didn't know enough because apparently, Bo Jackson has come out to say that if he knew what the effects of football was going to do to his body and his, his situation, he would have never played. Uh, telling telling a, a media outlet, Bo basically he made the statement in which that he has trouble walking to his mailbox. He has trouble, you know, climbing upstairs. And if he knew that because of football that this was going to happen, he would have never played. Baseball was generally his first love and he took football as a secondary sport just you know to basically say for the money and he was excellent he's great but you know it was it was the sport that put him out of commission entirely so uh that's a good question to pose to you guys if you knew that you could play a sport that you love for you know and i've, I've said this before for x amount of dollars for whatever you know it'll it'll, it'll damage you for the long run but you still love it and you have you know a certain amount of money for the rest of your life. Would you still do it with with the pain and the 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 the, the casualty that occurs to your body, the the, the 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 damage that occurs? Would you still do it? Think about that for a second. Mm. Hello, hello. Well, let me just tell you. Uh I got I got to say that um uh it, it's it's one of those things to where you uh, do you really care about this Conor McGregor, uh, uh, Floyd Mayweather thing? Do you really care? Because I don't. I, I I really don't. You know they're they're going back and forth. Numbers are being thrown about money. People are saying that it might happen. It, it's just buffoonery. It's just, it's just and I, you know Dana White threw out a month, uh, threw out an amount. Floyd Mayweather Floyd Mayweather calls him a comedian. He's you know he says, that's ridiculous. And uh, well, basically, I, I, I'll, I'll give you exactly what he. he...
Dana threw out a, a price tag of twenty five million, and Floyd was like, "Please." He, he was like, I could sneeze twenty five million. And another number is being that they each make twenty five apiece. But you know, it's I don't see it happening. I don't. I, I really don't think anybody cares. I, I. It's just one of those things that just to keep the media and myself. It's just I don't know. I. I still. I still feel that if something does occur, it's going to be. It's gonna be lackluster. It's gonna be corny. I wouldn't even pay for that shit. Who would pay for that shit? I'm like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Baseball Hall of Fame was announced, and my man, The Rock. No, not Dwayne Johnson. The Rock, Tim Raines, was elected into the Hall of Fame, as well as my guy Pudge Rodriguez was elected as well. Jeff Bagwell, uh, John Shabulitz, whatever, and uh, Bud Selig. But I got to tell you, people are giving so much shit about this, uh, about Jeff Bagwell because, you know, he was on he was on the radar with his steroid abuse and such like that. But oh, in all honesty, it's like, guys, wait a second. Don't worry about it. He starts opening the doors to everybody else. It's fine. But the, Barry will get in. Barry Bonds will get in. You know, uh, Mark McGuire will get in. Don't worry about it. It's going to happen. Shh. If you don't make comments about it, no one would know the difference. And by the way, who missed by 1% of the vote was, I mean, closer of all closers, Trevor Hoffman. So uh, I definitely see him going in next year. So uh, I got to, shh, guys, don't say anything. We'll just slip Barry and Mark in, you know, next year. Just, just people forget. People forget. Except for Pete Rose, that motherfucker still blackball. What the fuck is up with that shit? Oh my god! And two possibilities occurring in sports. Number one, Raiders are putting in their paperwork. They're flying to Vegas. Looks like they're gonna make that move for slot machines and cheap whores. That's right. The Raiders are making a move to well, trying to get their move to Vegas for, I believe it'll be for the 2018-2019 season. Everything has been uh, uh, set as in getting the paperwork done. All they need is the two-thirds approval from the NFL and the Raiders will be gone out of Oakland. I must say, I don't think this is much as a bad move as it would be for um, for for the chart, what the Chargers did. Because now, you know, they have two uh, two teams in L.A. San Diego fans were upset. I think it, it was more about um, uh, 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 the, the the city not working with getting the team what they wanted. For Oakland, Oakland is like, look, man, is it, you know, our fans, is lo- they're loyal. You know, Vegas is probably like a three or four hour drive. They'll fucking go out there. Um, people from Vegas probably end up doing it anyway, going back and forth. And all this. So it's like a good a good trip by plane is only an hour. You know these fans are loyal. They'll 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 go. And you know they they, they and people are worried because they're like, oh, you know Raiders out there. You know what that means? Bad boy stuff. No, this is not the Raiders of the eighties. Like, relax, pump your brakes. This is different. These these guys are more into social media and and Starbucks. You you you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Shit, fucking Michael Crabtree got his chain snatched off and he ain't do shit. The old Raiders would have pounded the fuck out of uh uh Khalid Talib. Like, come on, man. Let's let's be for real. And also making a, a, a possible outlook to a, another part of not not, not only in, in in the country but outside the country is the NBA. The NBA is possibly looking at teams in Mexico, Mexico City. 
enter Spanish jokes here. What did they go in Coca-Cola in Mexico City tacos or some? I'm waiting for corny shit like that. What? Wait for the memes. Wait for the memes. They are going to be fucking god awful. I, well, I can't wait because I'm going to embrace them as well. So whatever. I'll probably make one up too. Don't tell nobody else. Don't tell nobody. Go ahead. Make my day. All right, guys. When we come back, when we come back with Turnbuckle Tablet, be sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Make sure you check us out on Facebook, the group and the like page. Check us out on Instagram at Regular Season Sports. Check us out on the Twitter at RWJ Santi. And also check us out on YouTube, the Regular Season Sports guys there as well. Check out RageWorks.net for all things, all things geeky and podcasts. Get all the loving there, all the things you need. Call me when it's over. The Regular Season Sportscast, RageWorks. Uh, my take radio, the varying issue, uh, black is new black. Don't go to separate outlets for all your separate subjects. You know, you don't need to go to a comic book, you know, website for here or TV for here. No, we got everything covered all under one umbrella. Rageworks without net guys. And listen to get me quickly in the regular season sportscast, go to trsspodcast.com. When we come back, terrible tabloid. Ooh, yeah, brother. Guest with your host, Jay Sante. You are. I'm good, Hank Flanders. <laughs> extra, extra, read all about it. Take a gander at Torbuckle Tabloid. this past week especially with the announcement of wwe finally finally inducting our olympic hero the man as we all know as kurt angle which is which is finally uh i i'm it's been years in the making you know i know there was some distance between the two but finally you know a man who broke his freaking neck to win the gold damn medal is finally getting his just dues and and being inducted to the 2017 class of WWE. I must say though, um, you know, people may say it's a long time coming, but I know there was a lot of issues between WWE and Kurt himself. They they've even discussed the matters in which you know he he left, you know, with his substance abuse, with painkillers and such like that, in which he he's he's overcome them. But uh, it's also a notion in where he's also went out. Tried his thing, you know, went, 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 you know, to TNA, hit the indies and such, and was trying to, you know, get, get, get his demons in order. And finally, he's, he's come to, you know, his, his own recognition in that, that's, it's, it's time to come home. And thankfully so. It's, a, it's, a good, it's a good thing that our Olympic hero has make, is making his way back home to the WWE. Hopefully, hopefully he'll be back in some form of, performance-wise, not only as you know, just some old fucking legend who's around. He's actually going to be performing. He still can work. The guy, the guy can still go. And what we expect from him is, you know, just, just Kurt being Kurt. Charismatic, being able to 
make us laugh, make him, make us angry, put it on as a heel, put it on as a face, do what it is that he does. And that's the Kurt angle that we expect. But all honesty, before anything else, it's like we, we still got to take in consideration that as old as many may people may say that he is because he's approaching 50 and such, the guy could still go with any 20 or 30 year old performer. So you, you've got to give kudos to that guy for doing that. I mean, Kurt is still without a doubt uh, a performer and an entertainer and could, and could still mix it up with the best of them. So let's see how that goes. Of course, everybody's hoping that he gets linked up with American Alpha because that would be the shit. But in any case, I, I got to say, this has got to be like the best time for if, you, if you're a creative type or even if you have just just a, a sense of what wrestling is about or, or what what you know what what can transgress within the beginning of this year you guys already know it's 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 WrestleMania season we're going to be rolled to WrestleMania soon because Royal Rumble is fastly approaching we got to we, we we everybody's to, to be honest I love Royal Rumble and I think I'm I, I'm going to say that I probably love it more than I do um WrestleMania I am more of a Royal Rumble guy because it's all about the beginning of the road to WrestleMania as well as you never know what's going to happen when it comes to the to the Rumble. You know, it's always been a thing to where at any moment you get a surprise entrant and you, you're you're waiting to see who could be the call up, who's going to be the legend or whatever. And I, I always like that. Like last year, we had a big shocker with AJ coming in. We also had prior before when um, Bubble Ray popped up and stuff. So those are those are also like the fun aspects of the Rumble. But I'm more I'm more um, entwined to see how the ladder of the Rumble plays out. Usually, when you get down to the last ten entrants and how it starts closing down, and hoping to see that it's not as obvious as people may may deem it to be. I'm really hoping that it's not as obvious as 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 it will be this year. We have a lot of it, a lot of big names in it this year. We have Brock Lesnar going in. We have uh, Goldberg going in. The return of The Undertaker, he's making his way. It, which leads me to say that this will be the right time for us to like see something play out. And the way that I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it play out is I'm, I'm actually rooting for The Undertaker to win this one. I, I want to see this happen. And the reason why I want to see this happen for many reasons, but one in particular is because we got to look at it as, although there are, there's no rumblings of whether or not he's retiring, which every year everybody wants him to retire, but it seems like that's not occurring. But the reason why I want to see Undertaker win this is because he's a novelty. So even if he does say he's going to retire, he could come back anyway. Like nobody would even give a shit. Like it, it's just it's him. He can do whatever the hell he wants. Like he'll, and he's not a he's not a he's not a wrestler who uh, he's not a performer who likes that big fanfare. He's not doing the the the, the Ric Flair Shawn Michaels bye bye tribute. I don't see him doing that because he's such a wrestling dude. Uh, he's not that kind of guy. You know, he's he's always like to play it low key. You know, everybody knows him as a wrestler's wrestler. He's he's just. He's very subtle when it comes to him being a part of wrestling, although he's a big, big entity in it. 
But with him, he could just go away. Like, for instance, my outlook for this, like, if I was writing it creatively, in which a lot of people may say, he's like, you don't know shit, whatever. But if I was writing it creatively, I would have him win and then tease whether or not who he's going to go up against in Mania. Would it be the SmackDown champ or would it be the Raw champ, the Universal title versus the WWE championship? So I have him tease it for about a month or so. Let it play out. Let it play out till after the pay-per-views. Uh, Elimination Chamber's coming up for SmackDown, and I believe there's, you know, there's another one after for, for Raw. Let it play out. See see who gets their, their championship. And then I would um, I would have them finally announce who it is, and most likely it'll be Cena. Cena will have the belt for uh, the 16th time, tying Ric Flair's record. And this is something that people will be embarking to see at Mania, which would be Undertaker versus Cena. And one storyline that could actually just play out is that Taker wins, comes to SmackDown, and he just drops the belt, retirement, puts his hat down, and he's gone. Now everybody will go, well, you know, that doesn't mean anything because he won't, you know, he, he retired and whatever the case may be. But it still leaves stuff lingering because there's still matches in which people still want to see with Undertaker. For instance, everybody recently just saw the pictures going doing the rounds of social media of Undertaker versus Undertaker and Sting. Sting has still said that although he's retired, he's basically also on that uh, Daniel Bryan protocol to where he's clear to wrestle. The option was if he went into surgery, that might close the door. Surgery may not be necessary, but it's needed. So his last hurrah may be to have one more match next year with Undertaker. That'll be the big hurrah for them both going out and you can put that step up there you know it's it's like i said undertaker's now become more of like back in the 80s of when andre the giant were coming to a territory or how rick flair were coming to a territory it's like he can he'll he'll do whenever it comes around you can you can miss him that it's it's fine you can miss undertaker it's cool and right now the way how the new era is is producing these up and coming stars, especially with what we saw this past weekend with the, with UK and and the, their 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 performers, WWE is branching out to possibly uh, have ICW begin to start broadcasting their shows on on the WWE network. You're seeing a broad spectrum of performance coming up in the ranks, and you can honestly say it's okay for the changing of the guard to occur. It's it's cool. We can do this now. You know, let's start let's start progressing into our future stars. Let's start doing that. Let's start getting into that mode. I I, I still say that, you know, performers like Cena still needed. Uh, the Jerichos could still make their return. But right now we are looking at the new up and comers, the Seth Rollinses, the 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 Kevin Owens is even AJ who's getting up there, but he still could, he still has a draw. He still has a star power. He still has appeal. Let's get that push going. SmackDown has proven to be the, the elite of the elite when it comes to its shows. It's producing some great heels with uh, Baron Corbin, with uh, the Miz. Definitely uh, Dolph is starting to make his turn back to the heel that he should be, which I'm glad that he is. You have AJ that's there as well. The Wyatts. I mean, this is the time for that to culminate and for it to become, 
not only the, the little brother of the big show, but also the star, the shining star of the big show. Also, Raw, with all the hiccups and stuff, which I got to tell you, there's rumors going about that Mick Foley may be out the door, which I thought was going to happen already. Excuse me for a second. Which I thought was going to happen already. I didn't see I didn't see Mick being there for that long as a long-term GM. It's more feasible that Daniel Bryan is there at SmackDown rather than um, Mick being there for the long run because Mick likes to do his own thing. He likes to go away. He doesn't really like to do the road, like whatever the case may be. But what's interesting was that WWE made two signings recently. They picked up two uh, two signings from Ring of Honor. They picked up Nigel McGuinness and they picked up Steve Carino, which are two individuals who are well-known in the indie scene. Wrestling fans know them distinctly and who also have a creative background in getting storylines put together. They both were great with putting together angles and such in Ring of Honor. So with that, seeing them transition into a GM mode and Raw can be feasible. Fans recognize them, they know who they are. Nigel definitely can be a forefront in putting together a, a an array of, of talents to, to, to progress. Carino himself as well. I see them intertwining and putting these things together, possibly going out. It would be lackluster right now to see them go backwards and you know just say uh, our raw GM will be Triple H. I don't, you know, I think this is still the movement to go forward. Let's start looking at other talents. Let's start pushing forward and let's start getting fresh blood in there. Like I said, a Carino, a McGinnis. Hell, uh, if you want to do an interim Heyman for now, that's fine. But until until then, I think the, the the fresher outlook would be to put a McGinnis or a Carino in those in those roles. Uh, I mentioned the UK tournament. By the way, if you guys have not seen the the UK tournament this past weekend, for them to do what they did in such a short period of time and just two days was astounding. It was it was astonishing feat. I really I really impressed how WWE is basically branding themselves out there for the long haul. I'm I'm very intrigued to see what becomes the next level because rumor has is that WWE are, are trying to place themselves globally and not in just a footprint, but a long lasting footprint, meaning they now would have the UK title. And since they are in discussions with ICW, seems as though that they could start branching out and opening up a smaller set promotion there. Of course, this was going to make a visit. Thank you, Corona Light. And it's like, I thought that with this tournament, it not only opened up the doors to a territory in which American fans may not be aware uh, aware of, but those who are aware with such you know promotions like ICW, uh, What Culture, Pro Wrestling, WCPW has been showcasing their talents there as well. WWE has been bringing some guys in like Big Demo, Tommy End. This is this is their 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 time to start opening up the doors to these said wrestlers, and it's been great, especially when we had a guy like uh, such as as as. Pete Dunn, who a lot of people were not aware of, who I've seen in small spurts in in different you know in, in different indie promotions, but now I saw him on the large scale in UK, and I was like, wow, this kid is gonna be, this kid's got something. 
Joseph Boy says uh, the Asian the Asian market is important to all to all sports. Definitely, you kidding me? You see, you know what they do for basketball. Definitely, they 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 larger audience, larger crowds. They they they're committed, they're loyal, and they're also in many ways respectable to to the product. Where unfortunately, us as an American market are not. But that Asian market can can know, and I can see. With WWE maybe also going that way as well, with them opening up the floor in China, you know, bringing in there, you know, uh, talent from China, also opening the door more with the uh, with the Japanese market. Now there was a discussion I saw on YouTube, I believe it was on What Culture as well, which discussed the uh, the 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 head to head that's going to be possibly happening soon with New Japan and WWE because now New Japan is opening up their floors to start coming across to uh, the Northern American Hemisphere. You know, now they're going to start doing spot shows here. They're going to start doing spot shows uh, in, in Canada and such. It's, it's, it's ridiculous because we have a market that is ready for it. We've been dying to see this. You know, we saw it in the small spurts with uh, ROH doing it. Ring of Honor has brought, you know, Japanese... The, the, the Japanese uh, style here, uh, PWG, Pro Wrestling Gorilla has done it as well. But now it's become, especially with what happened in Wrestle Kingdom this past, this past year, this past month. And so this is going to be something in which people need to start paying close attention to. Uh, I, I think the, uh, the Omega Okada match, I mean, I had individuals who didn't even, who, who not even like committed wrestling fans who were coming up to me asking me, yo, was that shit like legit? Like that was, was, was it really big like that? And I said, if you have an hour and uh, free time, look for it, watch it. It'll start, it'll start broadening your horizons again about wrestling. And I'm glad to say that this is, this is starting to happen in, in small spurts all across our uh, wrestling communities and as well in as society. You know, we got to remember, like I always tell people, wrestling is not like, like, you know, it's not for everybody, but it's also a thing that where people don't like to like, share that they're wrestling fans. Like me, I wear my clothesline hats. I wear my wrestling shirts. I'm, I'm the go-to guy when people want to come and talk wrestling that that's just, I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not shy about it. Even especially people who say, well, like, what are you? What are you, a six-year-old, eight-year-old kid? And I'm like, inside, yeah. I mean, let's be for real. It's like, you know, people go, well, you know, wrestling's fake, which is the most ridiculous line I hate. You know, I hate to hear because I tell you guys, yeah, because, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger really, you know, he dies at the end of Terminator. Really, come on, let's be fucking for real, dicks. But in any case, I'm happy to see that uh, little by little wrestling has now become socially acceptable. And it really has. It's now bec- it's becoming a norm. I see a lot of individuals who are openly uh, comf- you know, comfortable to, to discuss, you know, I'm going to WrestleMania this year or... um you know what, what? What? What promotions are you watching? Uh, did you get to see that 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 show on the network? And you know, I, I to be honest, WWE really needs to fucking start sending me some type of discounts or a check because as much promotion I, as I do for them with the WWE network, I need. I yeah, yeah. Can you hook a hook a brother up? Seriously, I mean, come on now, let's be for real. But um, yeah, does the support in WWE will be huge over? There. I mean, ridiculous. They they've been waiting for it like. Like, you know, England, uh, they, they they only get their their spot shows here and there when you know they come over to Birmingham and stuff like that. Like they 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 get their spot shows now. They're gonna have it 
more consistent. So they, yeah, those guys and fuck and those fucking fans are amazing, man. I love I love hearing them them, them UK fans, them Brits over there. They, they when they get their soccer chance going in, that, that shit fucking energy that shit energizes a match. That shit is the truth. So yeah, I, I I'm I'm hoping to see a lot of stuff happening here, and I'm hoping to see that uh, it, it starts to bring in talent. I don't want to hear the fucking the the goofy internet geeks talking about. Well, this guy needs to have a belt. Oh, this guy's way better. You know what, dude? Let's just not everybody could be a fucking champ. Let it go. All right, let's be for real. Not everybody could be a fucking champion. There's there's mid carders for a reason. There's jobbers for a reason. These people are getting you know upper. 80 90,000 a year to you know hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars to go travel across the globe and make shitload of money meet shitload of fans probably get tons of pussy if they single or if they not whatever and they love to do what they're doing so you know they everybody has a role everybody has a job not all you motherfuckers could be uh, uh the ceo of a company you still, some of you guys are fucking cogs and some of you people are administration or supervisors, whatever, you know, and not everybody could play that top role. But in any case, I, I like to, I like, like I mentioned before, I, I was, I saw this kid, Pete Dunn. I, I liked what he did in the UK tournament. You know, he had on the Daniel Bryan and the uh, William Regal tribute, the colors. He has a look for me. He has this look like. He reminds me of one of those throwback kind of gangsters, like, you know, British, the craze kind of look. And um, and the kid could go. If you guys haven't watched the tournament, I'm not going to spoil it for you guys, but um, a British guy, uh, a, a, a guy from the UK won it. Just saying. I, I think that's what it is. Uh, it, it, it was one of those who could um, who could see the, 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 the progression of what WWE is going to be pushing forward to in the next coming years abroad Josie Boy writes uh, it was cool to see Ambrose with the heavyweight title but uh, it was boring seeing him as a champ honestly I still think that Ambrose is a guy that he will always be transitional uh, I, I still consider him the modern day Stone Cold but I think uh, they, they're, 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 the fans are not going to embrace him fully if he, if he still does those um, those um, Five moves of doom type of uh, of matches, which I mean, look if if it's if it's going over, it's going over. But I still think that the old Ambrose, the Moxley, the guy that we knew from 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 past when he was in a uh, 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 CCW and such, when he was in the Indies, he, he still has not yet to pull out an arsenal of of his repertoire. But still, still, everybody everybody gets something. Yeah, and I and I think a lot of those guys understand their role. Like Miz has embraced Miz has definitely embraced his role. Like he's already said, like these were guys like Zack Ryder, Miz, Dolph Ziggler. Those guys were the, who said when they, who said to themselves, "My goal is to win the Intercontinental Championship." That was their goal coming in. That's what they wanted to see, and they they accomplished that because that was prestigious to them. You know, some guys, of course, want the big the, the bigger brass ring. The company picks them. The company does them, whatever the case may be. But that was their goal: was to reach the, the the intercontinental championship. They attained it, and they ran with it. Mrs. has been happy to do it. Same with Jericho. Jericho was the same dude. Jericho was a guy who said, "Hey, I was I was happy to come in and win that intercontinental belt." He was happy with it. But now he's a ultra Grand Slam champ. He's he's touched all belts. He's gotten them all. So 
we 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 hope to see with the upcoming rising of stars that guys are able to embrace their role but also know that not everyone could be a chief they still has to be indians in the drive right not everyone could be a chief um so some saw some pictures coming up the other day big show looking ripped who knew like big shows out there doing doing his uh his workout getting ready for mania because we already know that this is um progressing to a match with he and Shaq. Mr. Shaqalicious, the big Aristotle. They call me Superman. That's why I wear the emblem. He's um also in the gym showing off as well. He's getting ready for for Mania as well. And that's what I'm saying, like Big Show knows his role. Like he's he knows he's a novelty. He knows he could come in, you know, put a guy over or help progress an angle, be 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 a body and gets it you know you another high pay guy this guy makes like five million dollars a year and that's just contract he's not even talking about merch or whatever outside shit he does so he knows his role he's good with it i mean whatever so you know and especially to do stuff like this at wrestlemania to have a match with Shaq, it's 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 a good look for the company especially they did when it comes to uh Bringing in uh, like like we you know new new eyes new ears new 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 audience. Shaq will bring in that crowd, and Shaq is a I appreciate because Shaq is a is a is a wrestling fan. He enjoys it, so it's not one of those things that he's coming in just as whatever. He is a wrestling fan, so he embraces it. I mean, it it really doesn't matter if you're not a wrestling fan. If you're coming in and draw the money, draw the money. That's fine. But I I, I it's it's oh, it's just a little cherry on the top of a Sunday when they're wrestling fans. Um. And you guys catch Ring of Honor this past week? Ring of Honor is like really tough to fucking find. It, it it's like it's like trying to find an ingrown hair on in, in your pubes. Like you know it hurts and, and it's there, but you know you got to look and scrounge for it to find that shit. It's a pain in the fucking ass to get to it. Ring of Honor it hurts. Ring of Honor hurts me because uh, I don't get to see it often. You know, I I try to find it. I'm looking for it, especially in in, in, in if you got Cody, if you have Amazon Fire Stick. You could get it, but it's still one of those things that they just come up sporadically. You, you, it's hard to find. And uh, I, I, I saw it this past week. They're having the, the, the their tournament. Anybody who's been in Ring of Honor for a decade or more is in this tournament. I, I, I love it. I, I love. I, it, it's funny because with Ring of Honor, you, you want to see more from it. You always look at it and you go, why do I have to search for this shit? Can't we just get a, a, a big network for this promotion already? Can't we just get something for this network? But for, for this promotion, they they need a, a broader audience. TNA, who's transitioning over, I just saw uh, their their episode this past week, and I was like, they're still around. They're still, they're, they're still, they're still trudging through. People are buying into it. Let's see, let's see if we get other promotions out there. Like PWG Pro Wrestling Gorillas, another promotion that you would think should be out there. And they have a large audience in the West Coast. And they they, you know, if you're able to catch it on whatever uh internet site or whatever case may be there, it's it's a it's a good promotion to catch as well. But they need to start we need to start finding outlets for these promotions. We gotta get, you know. I mean, I love the territorial thing because I remember me as a youth, you know, when you didn't see like NWA South or 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 uh, the AWA or whatever, and you was able to catch it like, like small spurts. It was cool, but now we're we're internet, you know, generation. We should be able to pick these things up pretty pretty easy. 
So yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to having WWE open up the doors to other wrestlers from different promotions, but always remember that WWE is not the last bastion for anything. Remember it's not, you know, that, that, you know, although that's a lot of people's dream to get to, it's, it's not the last uh, destination. It's, it's other places to go. Don't worry about it. Cody Rhodes, Ryback, uh, Alberto Del Rio, Del Rio, Dorito, yeah. cheesy. That works. Alberto Del Rio, El Patron. Like they're making it happen in the Indies, so it's it's okay. Yeah, it, 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 WWE made it, it's like the trophy, the trophy wife that you want to get, but you also can get the little sluts on the side that can make you feel good. That's 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 cool. Thank you, Corona. So. Um, just running, doing a rundown here, and um, condolences go out to Jimmy Snooker and his family. The man uh, passed away this past weekend at the age of seventy-three from uh, terminal brain cancer. Uh, a lot of people are giving shit about the uh, uh, the 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 memorial and the uh, uh, recognition in which was given by WWE, seeing that Snooker had a a uh, uh, a pass which was coming up to the surface where you know he he was accused and possibly charged with uh, murdering a woman in in the in the early eighties, and there was a report by Dave Meltzer who I fucking can't stand I can't stand that motherfucker, but uh saying that you know people WWE were basically uh, uh, damned if you do and a damned if you don't moment because you either paid acknowledgement to it or you didn't. It was one of the two. And if you did, people were going to shit on you. And if you didn't, people were going to shit on you. My thing is, okay, I saw somebody made a post on, a, on, a, on, another, uh, on another page, another wrestling page, and they, they made a point, which is, why can't we just acknowledge his performance as a wrestler? Why do we have to divulge into their, you know, their, their, their personal why can't we just sit there and just recognize him for the performer that he was? Which I get. I understand that. But, hmm. I mean, they're not doing it with Ben Wado. That man has been totally erased from WWE. It's um, funny because I even saw on a, uh, it was on a list. They had a, a Royal Rumble winners and they just totally took him off. They have Eddie Guerrero there. So, <laughs> like I said, it's really Dan if you do, but it's, 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 it, it's one of those things that yes, we should celebrate his career, and maybe just maybe for a moment. I mean, because they did it for China, they 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 honored her career. They you know, although they had bad blood and bad history, they you know they they honored it. So so yeah, so our condolences go out to uh, Jimmy Snooker's family. It's 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 uh, another wrestler gone, and um, the man was the man was an icon and I and like I said one of his biggest moments was for me when I saw him leaping off that cage of course everybody did but also his uh angle with Rowdy Piper when I the first time I really got into wrestling is when when I started getting into wrestling is when I saw him get boshed in the head with the coconut that was it for me I said fuck this I'm watching this shit for life fuck this I'm good so um to get um have a good one brother all right guys for you guys who are watching on the Facebook live stream, thanks. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for viewing. Thanks for checking it out. I'm going to continue Turbuckle Tabloid on the show. I'm going to do my Raw and SmackDown rundown. 
I usually hit the clock on myself for that, but make sure you check us out on TRSS at the regular season sportscast on our Facebook page, our like page, as well as our group page. Check us out on Instagram at regular season sports, as well as on Twitter at RWJ Santee. And be sure to check us out on YouTube. More stuff coming on that YouTube page. I got a lot of things going on. I got plans, man. I got plans. So if you guys are listening to the podcast, stick around. I'm going to do the rundowns. And for you guys on Facebook, check you guys out later. Somebody did our boy dirty. Apparently, somebody stole close to maybe $1,000 worth of American currency, 7000 in Japanese yen. Why the fuck would he have Japanese yen? But in any case, 7000 worth of Japanese yen, uh, iPhone, Beats, uh, small screen TV, and an Xbox 360 with 360 games from our boy, the phenomenal one. AJ Styles. I mean, wow. That is some grimy shit, for real. Oh, my God. Like, really? Oh, no. If there's one thing I can't tolerate is a fucking thief. I, I hate that shit. Oh, my God. You broke bastards. You motherfucking shit. And who the hell? How did it get to it? And, you know, when I when I hear about the small screen TV and the Xbox 360, that's that's possibly that portable shit that cool shit so you know he got that shit from like japan or something yeah, he got that shit from fucking overseas they got that that hookup over there he got that 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 collapsible shit where the screen closes and all that so that's what probably they took from him. and then the yen is probably the money that they they just sent to him from fucking japan so he probably got broke off with that shit like damn son nigga got you my nigga damn and what do you know we got a couple of haters Couple haters. The PWI has just listed that Roman Reigns has been voted the most hated wrestler of 2016. And the crazy shit is that he's a face. Wow. That's amazing. You know, fans are just so fucking bitter. (laughs) That's funny. So this is about the time where I hit the clock on myself, where I give myself... A a small room to work with because I got to do a quick rundown of this week in WWE and all other stuff in wrestling with the rundown. So we're going to start the clock and here we go. Got to tell you, Raw kicked off with the MLK Martin Luther King opening and they do this every year. But um, yeah, it, 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 I find a hypocrisy in it too. It's funny how we do this opening and so oh, grand fanfare we have oh hey look at the great people that we had in black history who came up because of ML, you know mlk martin luther king we have uh condoleezza rice chris rock uh, uh samuel l jackson uh rufus mcgillicuddy i don't know who that is i just made him up but in any case yeah listen look at who came up in the ranks but yet no black wwe champion rock doesn't count Rock does not count. Yeah, so no WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah. Kind of hypocrisy. You know, got to enjoy the hypocrisy on that. Uh, got to say that the opening segment of Raw was the opening segment of Raw as much. But I got to tell you, like I said, I'm pushing. I'm pushing and pushing for Mick Foley 
he'll it looks like he'll be out the door but i have a a, a general sense that um they are going to bring in someone else, and I'm looking for it to be Nigel McGuinness. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that is, it would be him, either that or Steve Carino, but more in part to Nigel McGuinness. I think that works. Unless they keep McGuinness out overseas to do the U.K. stuff, I really think that he'll fit as a, as a general manager and role. The opening segment gave you everything you wanted had the Brock Lesnar had the uh the Sami Zayn he had uh, everything that you wanted Brock Lesnar comes out stands there does nothing Paul Heyman comes out does everything uh, Roman Reigns most hated guy in wrestling Seth Rollins you know you, you had the the cornucopia of wrestlers but guess what opening up the show great the CWC I gotta tell you is starting to develop slowly but surely and thank Jack Gallagher for that because that man is showing character and depth when it comes to his character and gimmick i think it's great that he works and it helps to br- and it helps to bring up everybody's um uh, uh their their performance as well as their 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 execution as a wrestler and as well as a connector to the audience so slowly but surely the cwc is becoming a little bit more prevalent and also i must say that the new darker neville helps as well the king of the cruiserweights it's actually a good fitting for him. He had a he had a nice match with Tommy N at the UK tournament. So keep your eyes out for Neville becoming more prevalent in the division. Nia Jax attacks Sasha Banks during a Facebook live training, quote unquote. I thought that was very, very see, that's smart. See, Raw is smart to do that in, in you know involve Facebook and Twitter and such more because it draws the fans in to said um environment it's that you know you don't have to just say that you know everything that you see is only gonna be on tv no that's what you have those outlets for you know facebook live you have a stand-up interview such and such with say renee young or something and all of a sudden poof dean ambrose gets his ass whipped by the men's out of nowhere like that on facebook live that's that works make sure that the fans have to pay a conscious attention to everything be it uh, Instagram live stream as well. They have to be con- you know, conscientious of what goes on everywhere. So that's smart. That's the way to use the social media outlet. I think they're getting that from us here. Uh, the club not winning the Royal Tag Team Championships. WWE, be careful. You almost did a double turn there. And that might not have worked for you. You had the guys... Who people actually like, but our heels almost win, and the fans were not happy about it. That's not a good look for you guys. You guys almost dropped the ball on that one. Luckily for them, that they who they were, and they put the attack and they put the boots on Sheamus and Cesaro. Because if not, the way that that finish happened, it would have made a double turn happen. Without you guys knowing it. So, you know, you had to be very careful about what was going on there. Uh, like I said, loving heel Neville. Uh, the persona is much, much, much more representable when he is a a guy out for, you know, respect than just being this fun-loving guy. who Everybody's like, ooh, Neville's in the building. Yay. No, no. I like I like this guy. He looks, he looks in tip-top shape. He looks better than ever. And I think that this is going to be a, a a platform for him to excel in that division. Titus should be in the new day. I'm saying it loud and clear. He should be. 
this will be a nice way to transition Big E out. So Big E could go out and start doing his own thing and bring in Titus. Hey, listen. Replace a big black man with another big black man. Mm, both goofy. I mean, seriously. Let's, we, we can make that happen, can't we? Come on. And, and, and it, it gives some depth into the, into the new day. It doesn't look like they're ready to give up on them yet. Unless they do it after the Royal Rumble, but doesn't look like they're ready to give up on yet on them yet. So you know, give it a shot. Let's see how that goes. Maybe, maybe, maybe him there gives a little uh, flair to the the said uh, faction. Uh, <sighs> Charlotte bringing the heat with Bailey, pulling out all her 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 old videos and and love for wrestling poetry and stuff like that is really cool. You know, pick on the pick on the little guy. That's what that's what we need to do. Just pick well, pick on the little girl, and 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 it works for when it finally it, it finally takes over the new element in which Bailey starts beating. But please, don't have Bailey win and then Charlotte takes it back again. No, let's start intertwining the women. I I can see the back and forth that Sasha and and Charlotte had, but you know Charlotte can lay low after let's say Bailey wins the belt or this run goes. She can lay low after a while. It's okay. Uh, you start. You, Nia Jax is coming up into ranks. We, we got some females that could probably start making a push up to the main roster, or that's even there now. Because you know, Raw is still you know for, you know uh, uh, Emelina's. But by the way, who gives a fuck? Who cares about this Emelina now? Who cares? I don't. I don't. I it means nothing to me unless she comes back, and she better be coming back ready to whip some ass. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, and finally, uh, is it time for Owens to drop the belt? Everybody's been asking this question. He's had a good run with it with Royal Rumble coming. Is it time for Owens to now drop the belt and become the hunter instead of the hunted? And my answer to that is yes, it should be, should be that moment that is done, said and over. Yeah, I get it. Everybody likes Owens. I love Owens. He's my guy. He's my fucking dude. He's one of my top five guys in WWE right now. But yes, it's time for him to drop the belt. Unfortunately, Roman will get it, and this will be a great pursuit for the next individual to Royal Rumbles, and this this sets a precedent to who will be the main event at Mania. You can still put the belt on Roman, but then he'll drop it to somebody else, let's say for Finn Balor, which can occur, which could be dope. Uh, actually, it could be Finn wins the Royal Rumble. That's a, a thought. Or someone from SmackDown wins the Royal Rumble, and... The Royal participant has to pick. A lot of ways you can play out Royal Rumble. A lot of ways you can do that. We'll get to that uh, next week before it goes. I'll probably get Matt Fat Matt in before that as well. And on the SmackDown side, opening segment was, I, I, to me, was hilarious. I thought it was very, uh, very, very old school. I love the way that John Cena was able to play off uh, both sides of uh, AJ Styles and The Miz, uh, their, their banter. The Miz. Like I said, it's it's gets better every week, man. He's he plays. He knows what it is to be a heel. He knows and he accepts being that guy. He accepts the heat. He get and he plays it off well. AJ, as much as he is the heel, people love him too much. It's it's tough. Miz is a naturally not liked individual, and I get it, and it's cool. And as much as he does great work, you know, he does charitable stuff, and he's a hit. Still, people do not like him, and it's it's fantastic. And with John Cena getting involved in that mix as well, it brought back the genuine personality of Cena, which I thoroughly enjoyed. 
uh, the Dolph Ziggler and uh, wait before I get into that the demise of the Wyatt family um, there is some inkling in which Eric Rowan's coming back with a with possibly a female uh, uh, protege I'm gonna say but with the demise of the Wyatt's going at it now with Luke Harper and Randy Orton going at it this, I think it's too soon if you're breaking them apart I thought Randy would actually be a very very good fit for the wides for a moment but i guess you know this is this is their 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 swan song hopefully it doesn't go away too fast but uh yeah, they, they they need to prolong this just for a little while longer as for um as for uh, the Dolph Ziggler Jerry the King Lawler uh segment i must i i got to tell you you probably you probably not going to believe this but i just got to say A fucking heat. Why don't you just bring a guy in who helped to cause a man to get a heart attack? Bring him back a few years later. I'm showing the videotape of what happened and how he did it, and then kick him in the fucking chest. <laughs> Why not? That's fucking brilliant. Oh my god! If you guys didn't know, Jody King Lola a few years ago suffered a massive heart attack, which basically almost killed him uh, during a match in which Dolph Ziggler was involved. And this was Dolph Ziggler used to do his. Uh, his dropping elbows. He did like 10 repetitive elbows in a row. And this caused a, uh, a defibrillation and, uh, uh, excuse me, a fibrillation in, in Jeremy King Lola's heart had nothing to do with diet or whatever. Cause he was, a, he was a clean bill of health, but this is what happens. This occurred. They brought him back and you know, he, he was able to, uh, be resuscitated and such. So what better way to, uh, bring back old memories? Well, bring Dolph back out, get his heelish way for him and <laughs> super kick the man in the chest. That's fucking genuine with this this is fucking for real i loved it loved it loved it loved it so um yeah oh by the way the angle between dean ambos and, and uh, randy orton works very well it could be something that works uh f- for the time being which is basically a tie-up with the wyatt's which uh bray wyatt will get into the mix with dean as well but this works for now Let's just see how it progresses on to the long run. People are saying that uh, they're not happy. You know, some individuals may not be happy with with Dean Ambrose having a belt, but not me. I'm happy with it. I'm a Dean guy. I fucks with it. No, that's it is what it is. And finally, steel cage match, women's title, very very put together match. I, they played it very safe, but yet they also were able to make some risk with it. For the first time ever, women's had their steel cage match, and it was on SmackDown. I thought it was a bold. Moved by SmackDown, Rose out there doing uh, 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 Hell in the Cells. We are now just waiting for that ladder match. That's all that's left. Bring us the women's ladder match, and that'll be cool. I don't, I, I don't really care about if there's a women's Royal Rumble. Who gives a shit? But uh, no, I, I, the ladder match is like that match was 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 was, was very well executed. Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, they did well, and this brought in the introduction. And the comeback of, oh, my God, Mickey James as La Luchadora. Oh, so dope. Really, really nice woman, man. She did a nice stand-up interview. You can see it on YouTube with us at TRSS. And she was very nice and very sweet to my daughter. So uh, congratulations to Mickey James for making it back to WWE. You were missed. And I'm loving the fact that you're coming back as a heel. Makes it even more better. And I got to say, that will be it. <laughs> 
So, yeah, that that basically will close out. Yeah, that'll close out the show. And we did it under two hours. The boss is going to love us. All right, guys. So once again, thank you for being a part of the regular season sports cast. Once again, you guys have been dope. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for streaming. Thank you for sharing. Please, please, please do me a favor. Tell your people. Tell your friends. Share the love. Let everybody know out there what's going on there in TRSS, the TRSSpodcast.com. Check us out there. Make sure you check us out. Once again, Facebook, group and like page, Instagram at Regular Season Sports, Twitter at RWJSanty, YouTube, the Regular Season Sportscast, and all things at RageWorks.net. Everything, all podcasts, everything uh, geek-related, pop culture-related, it's all there. Music, fun, everything that's all in your life to bring joy. Because these days, a lot of you people may not be seeing joy. You may see believe that there's going to be some dismal and 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 very gloomy times in front of us. But you know what? When you got to close the door sometimes and turn down the lights and you go to the bathroom and take a shit, Go to RageWorks.net and see what's there. Maybe we put a smile on your face. Maybe we can help you guys out. Maybe we could, uh, I don't know. And if you're a lady, maybe I could hit the, mu- the music and uh, maybe we could do something special with each other. Yeah, girl. I may be part of the sports entertainment world. I may be part of a broadcasting medium. But I got balls. And I have it back. I can bring it to you if you want. It could be playtime in my park. Come right out of the bullpen and into the, the batter's box. I can tackle you and get a touchdown. Maybe score a goal. All right, enough of that shit. All right, guys, once again, I want to thank you for being a part of the regular season podcast. You guys are dope. Uh, as always, I'm not best for business. I'm best for everybody. I'm the king of talk style, and uh, I'll catch you guys on the rebound. Squash! Regular season sportscast. Yes.